It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. On another quarantined episode of the Seesaw Sessions, you should really worry about what you can control you know, your environment or your food or your health, but you shouldn't worry about what you can't control. And that should give you some level of calm because anything you can influence, you should focus on it and anything else you can just let go of. You're listening to The Seesaw Sessions with Brian Fink, an iHeartRadio original series. You know, I I gotta be 100 with you. It's still honestly so hard for me to wrap my head around what is going on and the fact that we are doing these quarantined episodes of the Seesaw Sessions. It's Brian Fink at Seesaw Sessions on all socials. You can follow me on Twitter at Brian Fink. I am Brian Fink on Instagram. As always, and especially during these times, thank you so much for listening and following the Seesaw Sessions on iHeartRadio and subscribing wherever you get your podcasts. I hope that you and yours and your family are all staying safe and healthy during these times. And the the whole point of doing these quarantined editions of the Seesaw Sessions is to hopefully give you some ideas of things you can do so you don't go stir crazy while you're under quarantine and also so that we all come together during these times and you don't feel so alone because all of us are going through this together. Let's start this episode by going to Los Angeles and checking with my good friend Lauren Padman, who is VP of Dimmock, which is Steve Aoki's label. Lauren, thank you for being with us on the quarantined episodes of the Seesaw Sessions. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Great to be on the show. Now, what's crazy about you is... California was one of the first states that, if not the first state that was locked down, correct? Yeah, it was definitely one of the very first. Um, if not one, then perhaps number two. Um, so, yeah, we've been we've been uh, living through this for a while and I've been very inquisitive as to why and, and uh, therefore I feel like I'm a little bit in front of it and therefore I'm yelling at my parents the most out of anyone else. <laughs> yeah, I remember getting a call from you. This was a couple uh-huh. of weeks ago uh, uh-huh. and you saying to me, listen, <laughs> just giving you the heads up of what's right. going to go down. I'm like, and just like everybody else in America, I'm like, there is no way that right. is happening. And yeah. and you're like, dude, I- I'm telling you, this is going to happen. Just be ready. And again, yeah. again, I'm like, nah, <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. And lo and behold, state after state after state has begun locking down and for good reason. Yep, that's right. I had just come off the back of watching uh, the movie Contagion and I got all very excited about it. So that's why you got the call. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Now, how long have you and your girlfriend, Brooklyn, been quarantined in L.A.? Um, about two weeks now. Um, we've we've uh, holed ourselves up now for uh, for two weeks. Um, we decided that it wasn't the best idea to go into work um, and kind of 
you know, for the last few days of official work, we we saw the writing on the wall and and said, hey, we could probably do this from home if you really need us for a meeting. We'll come in, and it was like, oh, really? Oh, okay. Well, I guess that's fine. And and then three days later, the entire music industry had shut down, and and the following week, uh, all the events and management companies had shut down. So. Um, you know, what seems a little bit silly initially has now become the absolute norm. Absolutely. And when it happens, it's not surprising. Now on kind of the opposite hand, uh, people that aren't locked down are kind of going, w- w- let's go, people. Lock this right. lock this down. Right. right. I can't understand how people are putting themselves at so much risk. Uh, it, seems, it seems a little crazy to me. Yeah, especially in the early days here in Florida, uh, when you're seeing all the videos and the pictures of everybody spring breaking on the beach and it's oh like, what the F are you? And yep. now let me make it very clear. Once again, that was mainly not Floridians. That was, <laughs> that was spring breakers from outside. Once again, making Florida look bad. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's, it's happening all over the world in Australia. Um, our most famous beach Bondi beach in Sydney was, was literally just packed with people constantly, no matter what messages were being sent out by the government and the media, and the government actually had to shut the beach. So I feel like unless the government sort of try to step in to help um, show the seriousness of it all, then no one's really going to understand the seriousness of it until such time as they happen to know somebody. Yeah. That's just human nature. Yeah, absolutely. Before we get into the quarantine session, uh, let's do the three words. You know, normally on the Seesaw sessions, I have my guests give the three words that Mm. best describe them. Uh, But we're going to do it a little different here for the quarantined episodes. What three words best describe your quarantine, Lorne? I would say um, vigilance, optimistic, and calm. Those three would probably make the most sense. Oof, optimistic, yes. Oh my god, <laughs> and which is really hard to stay during these times, right? Especially right, when you're watching the news all the time. Yeah, but that's we true. we are going to come through this. Absolutely. I mean, you need to be um, optimistic because uh, with every glass, the uh, glass is either half empty or half full. You can ask my mother or my father; they both see life in completely opposite ways and like this, but. <laughs> Um, my dad said to me that he got forced constricted to go to the, uh, the Vietnam War and I'm being forced to stay in my house with TV and Wi-Fi so I should uh. you know, shut the F up a little bit about it. So, you know, op- optimism is super important because you have a choice and that in some ways kind of goes hand in hand with, with my third word of, of calm because you should really worry about what you can control and take steps to do things to control whatever that may be, um, you know, your environment or your food or, or your, you know, your, your health. But you shouldn't worry about what you can't control. And that should give you some level of, of uh, calm because, you know, um, anything you can influence, you should focus on it and anything else you can just let go of. I, I was taught this thing that my dad taught me years ago called the seven Ps, um, which is prior preparation and planning prevents piss poor performance. So <laughs> I've, I've always lived my life through a, a process of preparation of sorts, and um, and that kind of gives me a, you know quite a sense of calm. Well, as much as I love that from your dad, I'm going to bite my tongue uh, when mm. it comes to what he said to you because my mom mm. always makes comments like that that are mm. really negative, and it's like, mm. ugh, just why. Right. 
make that comment. Just just keep right. it to yourself. Yeah, I know. But I, mean, yeah, I suppose in some ways my dad has always been the one who's been optimistic and, you know, let's try do this and, you know, break through the wall. And I feel like um, every inch that I've ever sort of clawed in this life has basically been because of my optimism and hopefully some of my perseverance. And back to that first word of being vigilant, um, I don't know who did the quote of the price of freedom is eternal vigilance, but, um, you know, we're learning new information about the virus uh, daily uh, because the world is almost getting real-time updates um, from something that was only discovered in January and the entire world's scientific community are all working on it. So why not uh, constantly keep yourself updated with, with some information in it? Just thinking about that, the fact that this all started in January, I mean, of it's course, insane. looking back, it, it technically started in December, uh, right. but the fact of where where we've gone mm-hmm. is just so mind-numbing right now. Oh, yeah. It's crazy, but you know, it's testament to the fact that this is a really super important thing that's not part of our normal 24-hour news cycle. This is something that's just going to potentially, you know, stick around for some time whilst we're, we're making our way through it, but, you know. The, the whole world is in it at the same time, and we're all making our way through it um, together, which is great. Well, speaking of making your way through it, mm. what are you and Brooklyn doing to stop from going stir-crazy <laughs> besides work? <laughs> um, se- separating ourselves in separate rooms actually helps. <laughs> no, I think, uh, you know, we're finding structure. Um you know, I, we like to like plan our days a little bit and write lists and I'm constantly checking them over throughout the day to make sure I'm on target and nothing else has become more urgent, um, which helps me keep focused. Um, I think that uh, I think of like all the projects that I could be working on that maybe I've let slide over time because I've, I've just uh, been too distracted with other things or face-to-face meetings or what have you. I'm kind of at some some stages along the line, almost like giving myself permission to pick up again with old contacts and people who I've I've been out of contact with for a while and apologising for not getting back to them but asking if we can start on a new project together because I think to them it uh, it might be just a creative spark that they need um, to feel a sense of purpose, which is super important. And this has actually happened when I've been getting back to singers and songwriters and some artists who are, are doing it tough in their room and, and I've now given them a whole new task or project that we can work on together. Now they've, they feel, you know, like they're a little bit more motivated. That's so um, awesome. And I, I said yeah. it in the last episode that there mm. had better be some creative stuff coming out of this. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Oh my God. Every, everybody's, uh, all the creative people that I work with normally are too busy um, because they're in sessions, but now they, they can't be in these three-person sessions, you know, traveling the world as songwriters. They they have to, um, you know, make do with what's given to them and, and no one's really kind of organizing anything at the moment. There's not a, a concerted effort for songwriters, for example, or, or artists. So this is a really great opportunity. So, you know, there's, there's some of the things and we're finding balance with TV time. We're being disciplined about it and not watching anything until like 9 p.m. at night after all the productivity has been done. Finding some time to work out as well because it's so easy to forget to move the right. whole day, you know, right. except to go to the kitchen. And man, I've never worked so close to a fridge. 
<laughs> You're like, can you keep it down over there, please? I'm trying to work. I, absolutely. It's it's a constant battle to not keep, you know, going to the fridge. I almost need to put a sign on the fridge saying, I will not open you if I'm bored, <laughs> you know. So one of the running topics that's been on socials has been what mm. everybody is watching. You know, once you do get done with everything with work, what have mm. you guys been watching? Oh, we've been trying to catch up on um, on seasons of uh, stuff like um, Silicon Valley has been a big one for us and we're getting a lot of humor and sort of, uh, I guess, not having to get too deep. And then on the other side, Mr. Robot's been a really deep thing to look at. <laughs> Plus, we've been going through a bunch of movies as well. So, there's been a, um, a ton of different things to, to watch. There's absolutely no end to the amount of um, stuff that you can see. It's just mind-boggling how much productions that were up that we never even noticed. And thank God for that with the situation that we're in. And, you know, you speak of uh, incorporating humor. You know, my friend Elizabeth has been sending me a ton of DMs with all kinds of funny memes. And I literally said to her in DM today, I'm like, thank God for all this humor that we have during this time. Oh, man, it's incredibly creative. People are getting so creative with stuff at home. I, I saw one yesterday of a of a, a guy that was basically up uh, squatting up on his uh, chest of drawers about uh, three inches away from his widescreen television, um, you know, uh, with a game controller jet skiing. So that way he was as close <laughs> as possible as he could be to the to the action with a water spray in his hand spraying his own face. And I was like, this is just gold. That's this brilliant. This kind of stuff is great. And I remember early on seeing an elderly couple that uh, I, I think they put like water on their screen or something to oh, yeah. to replicate being on a cruise because they weren't oh able gosh. to. And so they oh were they were kind of chilling in front of the water. So have you and Brooklyn discovered what your favorite quarantine snack is so far? I'm going to be super boring and tell you that it's peeled carrots. Because it's instant, uh, I don't have to do any work, uh, and it's relatively healthy. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry, we got a bad connection right now. <laughs> um, I meant, carrots. Um, I meant chips. I have a bunch of chips, like these, <laughs> these, these guys right here. Carrots. Feel better? <laughs> oh Feel my better? god, that is hilarious. <laughs> well, Lorne, I, I appreciate you taking this time uh yeah. in the in the middle of the day. I know everything is so crazy. You know, when we get past this, what yeah. is gonna be the first thing that you go out and do? I am trying to keep uh some thread of connection and, and um uh sanity with a lot of my friends via uh FaceTime at the moment so um i've always step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I've learned that on a phone, it's a lot different than face-to-face because you miss out on all the, the visual cues. So FaceTime's obviously much better than a phone call and obviously much better than just texts and things. So I just, uh, I would love to see everybody where I can like, you know, reach out and, 
um, and actually be in their and be in their space. You know, being your your it's much better hanging out with your buddy than it is FaceTiming your buddy. Yeah. So I I want to have like a a party. You know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to tell everybody that it was my birthday and we missed it, <laughs> and we're going to do a birthday party. <laughs> we're going to celebrate. Feel obliged. <laughs> oh yeah, they'll turn up and they'll probably even get me a present. This that's what I'm doing. So gonna be- <laughs> you know what's so crazy is I was listening to you say that, and yeah. the moment you said reach out, oh, yeah. I got like chills, and I'm like, no, no, no. Like yeah. it's so ingrained now that yeah. obviously with staying separated, the, mm-hmm. the second you said that, I'm like, oh, God. Mm, interesting. So I think it's going to take like a little bit after yep. all of this. To kind yeah. of get back to our normal, oh, yeah. it's okay to hug each other. It's okay oh, to, yeah. oh my God, it's going to be weird. Yeah, it's going to be really crazy. It's a whole new world um, in that respect. I just don't believe that it will be the same as it ever was because I think everybody now will have a new sense of appreciation for what could be a, a germ or a virus or a thing. And I think just in general, people are going to be a, a little bit more, um, you know, clean or aware of clean surfaces or dirty surfaces. And, you know, I think nightclubs are screwed, to be honest. <laughs> uh, and what yeah. I'm also hoping is that people realize how important people are to each other after all this. Because yeah. now that we've been stripped away from being able to hang out with each other, you kind of realize, like you're saying, you you try FaceTiming people to to still be in people's lives. Yeah, I, I watched um, The Two Popes last night and there's like a scene between the two popes that where you'd sort of see how disappointed they were when they had to leave each other. And um, I have to admit it, I kind of got really emotional at it and I had to pause it and say to Brooklyn, I really miss my friends. I miss my friends here in America that I can't connect with, like yourself, to hang out with. Um, I miss my friends in Melbourne um, where I spent 10 years and I, I miss my friends in Perth where I grew up. And and successively, you know, they say that um, their friends are for seasons um, Some and I've, I feel like I've just constantly evolved and uh, found more and more friends around the world. But not being able to connect with any of them, that's really punishing for me. So I I love the idea of being able to do the best I can to connect. And I learned years ago that if we were face-to-face, that's 100% of what's possible communication, right? But if we get to a phone, it drops to 24%. And if we go to texts or emails, it drops to 4% of that uh, face-to-face. So I'm trying to do as much FaceTime and visual stuff as possible because it's more like 75%. But that connective tissue is so important, I think. So I just can't wait to get back to that. Well, I will definitely stop ignoring your FaceTimes now. Yeah, you're a good man. (laughs) Thank God for that. Lauren Badman, thank you so much for talking to us in the Seesaw Sessions. Very welcome. I hope you and Brooklyn stay very safe and healthy in LA. Yeah, you too, mate. Thanks very much. Now let's hop across the globe to the Netherlands and check in with Michael Piron, who is the CEO and co-founder of Armada Music, uh, which is Armin Van Buren's label. Michael, thank you for being with us here on the Seesaw Sessions. Hi, Brian. How are you? It kind of sucks that it's under these conditions. Like we had a, a great lunch like two years ago in Miami or last year in Miami. And now, yeah. now we're having a conversation like this under these conditions. So, what's it like in the Netherlands right now? Now, right now, uh, most people are staying at home, so you are allowed to go to your office if if you need to. 
but they are advising people to stay home. So we are not really in a lockdown, but people are so smart to stay home as and, and, and they have the respect towards the elderly people because, you know, we try to, to stop the infections. And right now, today was good news because there were no more infections uh, reported uh, today. Uh, and that's the first time that it slowed down. So that's uh, that's a good sign. So we are all home. We Some people are going out for some groceries. Uh, uh, delivery services are, are working properly. Um, and we can enjoy our, our families as the kids are also not at school. For some reason, I like being at home right now with the family. I'm more concerned about the people being alone at, at, at home. That, that's, that's my concern at the moment, to be honest. How long have you, because I know the Armada offices are closed. How long have you been somewhat quarantined at home? No, yeah, this is uh, day number, number eight that we are all working from home. So what we do in order to motivate the people is we have like early morning calls so we start at 9.30 uh, to check in with the teams. Uh, so all, uh, every team member uh, uh, is, is, is talking to his or her or her uh, team in order to motivate, in order to see what they are going to work on during the day. So it's a little bit, of, uh, a little bit the same as what you do in an office. You grab your coffee and you walk to your colleague and, 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 and go through the day. So that's what we do digitally. And, and thank God that we have Zoom and Microsoft Teams and, and FaceTime and stuff like that. Because you can imagine if we were now living like 30 years ago, yeah. it was a totally different world. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's kind of uh, what I found out from our team here at iHeartMedia Tampa is they've got a, a, a meeting first thing in the morning where everybody gets together on the teleconference call and that's that gets your day going, which is great because mm-hmm. when you're in quarantine, it's it's easy to get distracted and not stay on course. Uh, yeah, I think so. But I feel that uh, everyone is really motivated to make sure that, you know, life goes on uh, and business goes on in the best possible way. Um, so that's a good thing. Uh, and what I also realize is that normally you do your meetings at the office or you go to a restaurant for lunch. And now people are also willing to, to do uh, more FaceTime. Uh, so yesterday I was like uh, uh, in, a, in, a, in an hour FaceTime with, with, with Ferry Corsten because, you know, everyone is at home. We are all in the same situation. And normally we are all so busy and we travel and then you go back home and you want to, uh, be with the family so there's less time for talking to others and right now there's 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 such a thing going on that it's pretty normal already to uh, open up a bottle of wine with a person who's on the other side of the of the line and and that you see each other so that that's that's, that's something we are now basically uh, seeing more and more and that's what's so crazy and amazing about this is it has kind of become an equalizer because we are all in this together. Nobody's different. Everybody's at home. So it is a great way to kind of take a step back and get more face-to-face digital time. Absolutely. Absolutely. The only question is how long can we, can we live like this? So right. for now, it's pretty, you know, it's, it's the second week. Uh, and I did, I did understand that uh, people who are being on their own, 
after in week number three of quarantine, it's, it, it can be very heavy. So the, the first weeks are easy and then it becomes a little bit more difficult to go through it. So fingers crossed that, you know, this is not going to take months and months. But, you know, in the Netherlands, we, uh, the advice is to stay home already till the 1st of June. So uh, it will be a long period for sure. Wow, yeah. yeah, I saw that, that they made the announcement that gatherings have been banned until June 1st. Yeah, exactly. Uh, now, Michael, with, with you and your family, what are you guys doing to stop from going stir-crazy outside of work hours? <laughs> Honestly, we uh, I'm, I'm having the privilege that uh, I have like a, a small gym at home. So uh, I'm, <laughs> normally I wake up at 7, but nowadays I'm waking. I'm waking up at uh, 5.30, start a day with a, a gym s- a session. Uh, then we have breakfast together. And, and honestly, my, my working day starts at 8 and is finishing at 6. Then between 6 and 8, we have dinner together, which is for me already something beautiful because I'm not having, normally I don't have dinner with the family every day as I'm traveling a lot and, uh, and, and, and I do have like a lot of uh, outside dinner appointments with, uh, with artists, etc. So this is like, uh, for me, it feels a little bit like, um, like holiday, to be very honest. And then after eight, when the kids are sleeping, I do some work again because, you know, it's, it's, it's a different way of working right now, but I'm, I, I don't think that nobody's being hurt. So we are losing a lot of income this year and in order to try to um, make sure that we uh, you know we do everything possible i'm working simply hard to um, to create as many possibilities and 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 opportunities for us as possible. Definitely, definitely. Now, one thing that a lot of people are talking about is quarantine snacks. Is there a favorite that you guys have found out now that is your snack to go to? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you this, normally I eat a, a lot of uh, vegetables and, uh, and fish and I have a system where I don't drink everyday alcohol. But now the last t- two weeks, I was thinking like, hey, I don't want to limit myself to anything, so I enjoy a good, uh, good pe- uh, piece of meat. <laughs> I even did the barbecue, you know. So it's it's slightly different than normally, to be very honest. So uh, that's not not a typical snack I have in mind, but I can say that I try to uh, cook myself, and I, I enjoy that as well. So we we cook like. Uh, nice things that that's what it is <laughs> it's funny yeah. i i saw somebody uh saying forget about the freshman 15 uh it's going to be the quarantine 30 that people are worried about gaining 30 pounds but you're doing a great job <laughs> of still someone saying healthy <laughs> that's what i mean because if, if you know i normally i don't have i can't find the time uh to go into the gym every day and if i i do so then sometimes it's only for half an hour so now my daily routine is to at least make sure that I, I do sports for one and a half hour and then every day. Uh, so that makes also sure that I can eat a little bit more in the evening. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, Michael, normally on my podcast, I have people give the three words that best describe them, but I'm kind of changing it up for these sessions. What three mm-hmm. words would best describe your quarantine? Absolutely family time. It's um, also a calling in general because I never called so much as we are doing right now. Right. And the third word, uh, I think it's also working out. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, just trying to keep that mental side of it going as well. Now, exactly. when exactly. we get past this and we are going to get past this, what is going to mm. be the first thing that you're going to go out and do? <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I'm normally in clubs pretty often and travel the world. So I think that the first thing I will do is step into a plane to Ibiza and go to a club. <laughs> oh my God. I, I can't wait to see those pictures, Michael. <laughs> no, and I think that I'm, I won't be the, the only one. So I think we, if we go out of this and if everything is safe, then we should sh- uh, celebrate life. Uh, and that's what we all should do. And because right now, I think that a lot of people are thinking like, wow, we have been so blessed. Like we had so many great years and now it's, uh, you know, if you are staying, need to stay at home, you, 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 we are now all starting to miss all those great events, which are normally very common for us to go to. Like we saw each other two years ago in Miami. Yeah. And I think I've been in Miami for the music uh, conference already for, what is it, 20 years in a row. And now you you realize that it is not so common to to do that, you know? Normally it was, but it's like this event, what's happening right now in the world is changing everything. So yes, celebrating life when uh, when this is over. That was pretty much what I posted last night. That the first party when this is all done and the first month of events is going to be epic. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Michael. Thank you so much for taking the time and updating us with what's going on in the Netherlands. Uh, as we wrap this up, what message would you share with everyone? I would like to wish you all like a, a very safe. Uh, time uh, stay safe stay at home and um, I hope to see you live again soon <laughs> absolutely Michael thank you so much for the time I greatly appreciate it thank you so much Brian Judy was boring hello then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com it's my little escape now Judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy Judy <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So let's pop back to L.A. uh, with pop star and social star... Casey Bear. (laughs) Hey, guys, what's up? Thank you uh, for being with us here on the Seesaw Sessions. You know, it's really crazy because you're in L.A. and we were talking to Lorne earlier in this sessions uh, because California was pretty much one of the first states to lock down. How long have you been quarantined? I have been in quarantine fully, fully for, I believe, 11 days. Now, before we get into your quarantine session, let's do the three words like I normally do. Uh, What three words best describe your quarantine, Casey? I definitely say productive. I've been working the entire time. Actually, just before this, I wrote a song. And then I'd also say optimistic because, you know, I, I feel like everything is going to work out. I know it's going to, and we just have to, you know, have hope. And reflective, definitely, because, you know, I haven't been home with my entire family like this, and I couldn't even tell you how long. And it is nice to spend some family time reminiscing on everything. 
And, and that's actually coming up a lot is how this has kind of thrown us back in time and given us the chance to really reconnect with everybody. And I'm honestly, totally. I'm glad that you said optimistic because that was one of Lauren's words too. And really? Yeah. And, and it's good to hear because with all of us dealing with all the negative side of this and the lockdown and the mandatory and, and all everything that's going on with it, it's great that people are still staying optimistic with it. I mean, we have nothing else. We all know like the world is going to get through this Everyone's starting to find cures and medicine and we're all sticking together. And as soon as we all start listening, and I'm pretty sure we all have started to listen to stay inside and stop contaminating other places and, you know, staying away from each other, which will stop all of this. Definitely. The faster we do that, the faster we can get out of it. And uh, with you saying that you're productive, which P.S., by the way, congratulations on your new song that comes out Friday. I just listened to it. It sounds great. Oh, Uh, my God. Yay. I'm so glad you like it. One of the things that I've been saying is there better be some good music that comes out of this from all the artists that are locked down and not distracted. Have you found that you've been able to be more creative now because you're locked away? Yes and no. I feel like really happy, so I don't have a lot of super sad or anxious emotions, which is usually what I write my songs about, just feelings mainly. So I transitioned into just kind of digging into, you know, my past experiences, which has also been nice and a newfound thing. So I have that side of it. And then also finding other things to write about, having different processes and being able to sit at my computer and write for the entire day. I just got a studio home set up at my house because who knows how long I'll be here and the show must go on. Absolutely. And I'm teaching myself how to do it. I mean, I have some of my friends on FaceTime that I write with or they're walking me through, but you know, it gives me time to learn how to do this and write music and get prepared so I can you know, when this is all over, we're everyone's going to have so much content. And I honestly, totally. yeah, I can't wait to see all that content. You know, with you being part of the, the younger generation, when this all started, did it hit you like it did everybody else? Oh, I was absolutely terrified. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to die. Oh, wow. But I like, that's like kind of who I am. Like, I'm a really anxious person. So I'm like, okay, this is the end. I'm going to die. It's like <laughs> this 2012. Is it. This is how it happens. <laughs> Then I started to learn. And also, my family's pretty germaphobic in the first place. You know, we're always very, my mom Lysol's on the regular basis. It's a lot more than usual, but, you know, I've always been a little bit germaphobic. So it's like, I know I would never in a million years ever drink from somebody's bottle or anything like that. So I'm just, you know, heightening what my other germophobia beliefs are, especially being at home and being able to, you know, keep my distance from everyone. That's literally what I said earlier on socials that I have been practicing for this my entire life. (laughs) Oh my God. Yes. My grandmother is the most germaphobic person I've ever met in my life. Now, uh, when you were preparing for this, were you guys able to find everything that you needed? Okay. This is a really funny story. So my mom refuses to go out into a market or anything. So do you know the app Instacart? Yeah, absolutely. So she has probably, I'm not kidding you, made 12, no, maybe more, maybe 15 orders on Instacart. Wow. 
because she will not go into a market. And then once they deliver it, she leaves them at the front door, doesn't touch them for 10 minutes, and then brings like reusable bags to the front door, Lysols it down, puts the individual items into the bag and leaves the dirtier bags outside. And then my dad will go with gloves and touch all of it. My mom uses gloves to literally take all the stuff. You know, what's so crazy is I, I want to laugh at that. But but it's like what you're supposed to do. Exactly. But, but just listening to it as a germaphobe, it's like, wow, that's that's extra. It's like, oh, I'm so comforting. <laughs> right. And we've ordered a bunch of stuff. A lot of times, like, we don't get exactly what we wanted on each order. Like, I know, like, two days ago, my mom was freaking out. She's like, oh, my God, we have no chicken. Like, what are we going to do? And we're like, mom, we have, like, 500 other things. Like, <laughs> we have enough, like, my little brother is like to eat like a seven-year-old so we have a lot of that type of stuff we're like mom we have enough frozen pizzas to feed three families oh my god that's my house <laughs> oh my god i eat like so, a seven-year-old too <laughs> yeah exactly i wish i could eat like a seven-year-old i would not be healthy if i ate like a seven-year-old now casey besides uh writing and being productive in that aspect what else have you guys been doing to stop from going stir crazy we started organizing a bunch of stuff. My little brother's really good at organizing things. So we've kind of been organizing everything. My little brother like started to organize our garage. Oh, Like wow. differently <laughs> than it already is. We've been helping my mom cook. We've baked a little bit. Actually, the day before yesterday, I was just feeling like a little crazy. The first day, like I felt it. I was like, wow, like, oh my God. So I got in my car and I drove down the street and just sat in my car for a few minutes. I was like, I need a little bit of normal, like a little bit of something normal. That's actually great. I mean, it's a, it's a really good idea. And, you know, it, it's something that I've been talking to a lot of my friends about because I'm kind of stuck between these two parallels because I, I know what's going on. Obviously, I'm paying attention to everything on the news because it's my job. On the other hand, I'm still coming into work every single day. So it's it's like normal to me. Yeah, that's giving me anxiety that you're there. Well, you know, we're definitely on lockdown and it's only essential personnel in the building. And True. it's just the fact that I'm sticking to a normal schedule that I get home and I'm like, what is How going did I do that? What is going on? Yeah, it's it's so crazy. It's mentally exhausting. Uh, but definitely a great idea to just get out. You know, one thing that's good about stay at home or lockdowns is you can still get out and walk or get out and ride yeah. a bike or ex just to get out and break up the monotony. Yeah. And we got a letter from our community saying, please, no gatherings outside. All the like the gyms, the tennis courts, the basketball courts and everything have been closed. Please don't go to the park. Like if you're walking your dog, walk in the same pathway so you don't like get too close from each other stay across the street it's just crazy like i i never expected this ever i didn't even know this could possibly be a thing yeah and that's that's definitely something that we're all realizing that we have never lived through something like this before and yeah. the fact that it's happening it, it's like a movie it is so crazy oh, yeah. no crazy like I could have never imagined anything like this ever happening. Yeah, my friend was telling me, she's like, just be ready. Things are going to get locked down. I'm like, there is no way that's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, the world is on lockdown, which is insane. Uh, so have you guys been binging anything? Yes. So my little brother and I love to watch like super funny, crazy, 
shows together. We just started Love is Blind yesterday, and it is so funny. One of the co-writers I work with were like, because I said a topic, I was like, what about a song like Love is Blind? Like, that could be such a cool topic. She's like, are you talking about the show? And I'm like, there's a show? <laughs> and I and she was like, yeah. Yeah, that's the so, show where they're like locked in pods and yeah. they can only so, speak through the walls, right? Yeah, and then like, if they get engaged, then they can meet each other. <laughs> Wild. And there's so much drama. And I almost feel like that's borderline real life right now because no, it is. we can't is be near each other. <laughs> it's just like how you and I are on the phone. Right. Exactly. So what have you guys been snacking on? What has been the favorite uh, snack for quarantine for you? This is hard. <laughs> um. My mom has also tried to keep us, like, generally super healthy because, you know, being quarantined inside, you can gain a lot of weight and start eating very unhealthily. And, you know, yep. mainly we've had a lot of fruits and vegetables, but I love, love, love Weathens. <laughs> I don't even, they're so random, but I love them. I always have. But did you say Weathens or did you say Weathens? No, Weathens, Weathens. <laughs> No, I would I would hate myself if I said Huithens. <laughs> Casey, uh, when we get past this, and obviously we are going to get past this with, thankfully, everybody starting to pay attention to how serious it is. Totally. What is going to be the first thing that you go out and do? Shoot a music video. Really? Or go fly out to New York where I'm doing a lot of projects and working with a lot of people over there and see the rest of my family, obviously. Yeah, that's definitely a good idea. Now, is the music video going to be for your touch or is it going to be for... No. Really? It is for a new project. Nice. Well, I can't wait to hear that yes. from you too. Yes, I'm really excited about it. This new music has been in the works for a little bit and it's it's a little bit like the new Casey, so it's, it's exciting. Well, Casey, uh, I hope that you and your family get through this easily in LA. Thank you, Thank you so Thank much you. for being with us on the Seesaw Sessions. Of course, I love this. I hope you're staying safe over there. Trying, trying. And to everybody listening, please stay safe and wash your hands. Follow and subscribe to the Seesaw Sessions wherever you get your podcasts. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.